Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Sarah Fisher Talks Connective Parenting. And this week I wanted to talk about um, kind of our mental health really. It's Children's Mental Health Week and you know as part of that our own mental health as parents is hugely important but also how we can be supporting our children's mental health particularly at the moment. We've had such a challenging year and Many of us are in lockdown at the moment and, you know, that is impacting not just on our children's mental health, but on our mental health as well. So many of the families that I'm talking to are really seeing the impact um, of the last kind of year, really, on their children, on how they're behaving, on how they're coping with situations and on how they as parents are also feeling. I know that... I think this lockdown is the hardest for me personally. Um, It's January, obviously. Well, it's February now. Um, In the UK, it's cold, it's wet, it's dark, it's rainy. Um, And I'm definitely a summer person. You know, I, I like to see the sunshine. I think that with the very short days is making, you know, it's making lockdown harder I know, like many, we haven't seen our family and friends for a number of months now um, and may have hardly seen them over the last year. And that's really hard when that support network that you normally have you know, in person to go and see or to be around to help you with your children, just to have a bit of fun and let off steam without them. When that's not there, it, it's really difficult to, to manage and I don't know about you, but I'm feeling a lot more tired during this lockdown, actually. I've been really struggling with kind of tiredness and exhaustion. I don't think I'm the only one feeling that uh, from conversations I've had with various different people. And I think the whole thing is just tiring now. Um, You know, spring is on its way and hopefully it won't be, you know, things will really improve. But it does make a big difference. So this week, um, I thought I would share some of the things that I'm doing here at home to help me, to help my son, to help both of us really um, get through this lockdown and and just feel, what's the word I'm looking for, kind of cope with it, make it feel a little bit easier and, and help keep us kind of mentally healthy but also physically as well and emotionally because like many I may have semi-eaten my way through some of lockdown one um and <laughs> be feeling the uh, benefits of it certainly may have eaten slightly too much at christmas as we always do at this time of year and so these things i'm going to share with you the, the ideas are the things that i'm working through now um and uh, i think are starting to, t- to make a bit of a difference so the first thing is that i'm trying to have a different routine are the weekdays as we do at the weekends just to break the week up so like many of you my son is at home doing online learning um you know fortunately he kind of plans and manages it himself but I do still need to be around to help when he gets stuck when he can't do something or when he needs that kind of extra bit of support during lessons so balancing that out is not always easy particularly when you're working full-time But then having a different routine at the weekends, I think, is important because when you are in the house, basically 24 seven, it can just all the days sort of merge into one if you're not careful. Um, So I think 
just changing your routine up at the weekend as much as can be within your families your children can cope with is a really good idea so if you would normally have a kind of you know school week routine and a weekend routine try and do that as much as possible if it would help it's certainly helping here to break it up um and it just i feel better having a bit of a different routine at the weekends for me that looks like anything from the time we get up in the morning at the weekends definitely uh i'm more lazy should we say at the weekends um meal times for us are different at the weekends and usually are so I've kept that routine in we have more time together because obviously I'm not working on the whole and my son's not online learning so I will try and make sure we get some more interaction in there between us as well and that leads me on to the next one which is making sure that we have regular contact throughout the day and we connect throughout the day I think it's really important and something that can quite easily get uh, missed when we're at home all day we kind of think well we're connecting all the day what's the problem but as one parent said to me this week I've had a realization Sarah I watched your videos and training stuff and realized that actually I haven't been present I'm present a lot of the time but I'm not present and I think certainly at the moment, and I know I've done this, I've had times when I've been with my son, but I haven't been present. He hasn't had my undivided attention. And of course, that's absolutely fine some of the times. But I think it's really important at the moment that they do get our undivided attention at times and we just check in with them. And even if it is just for a minute or two, pop your head round the door and say, all OK, or do a thumbs up if they don't want you to talk. You know, when they come and get a drink, just say something acknowledge them connect with them sometimes it's just those short 30 second one minute interactions during the day that are so so powerful so many parents of teenagers that I'm talking to feel that their their child has shut himself off in their room and is just on their phone the whole time doesn't want to engage in anything don't force them to engage if that's where they are but do try these tiny little bits of connection um and you know take it from there because if you just stay connected when they're ready they'll come and connect with you and engage with you the next thing i want to do is really something for me which is around keeping myself physically active so i'm not a big exercise person uh, i run occasionally well i say run jog occasionally um and i might um you know, do an aerobics class every so often, but I am much more a yoga person, a walker, you know, just being outside, those kind of things. And I think it's so easy at the moment when we are online the whole time and it's much kind of harder in many respects to get out of the house to not do anything physical. Certainly for me, I don't find that's healthy. I need to be active and moving um, to keep my body going and I think kind of all of us know that a little bit of exercise every day is, is really beneficial so I try and get outside even if it's just for a walk for 10 minutes or stand around in the garden you know sometimes and for whatever reason you might not be able to go out for a walk but just doing something physical or you know dancing around the kitchen it doesn't matter what it is but just do something physical to get your day break your day up to get your body moving, to get the bub, blood, bud, get the blood, sorry, can't speak, get the blood circulating round. 
You definitely feel better when you're doing something, when you've stretched out and when you've moved, sitting still all day, just, oh, you feel a bit achy by the end of it. You know, if you can get your kids engaged in that, fantastic. If you mention the word exercise and your child looks at you like you're trying to poison them, don't don't push them. <laughs> it's not always easy. Maybe just, you know, have the radio on when they come down playing some music they like and see if they'll join into a bit of a kitchen boogie or get them, I don't know, uh, if there were young children, get them playing with a balloon and, you know, bashing that around the living room and, you know, doing that kind of stuff. Get them um, playing silly games and, you know, and anything that involves any form of movement. If you can get your teenager even just to walk down the stairs to get themselves a drink rather than request it from their bedroom, that's exercise. That's getting them moving. So don't worry too much about what it is. But even if it's just for you, do something physical every day. It really does help you feel a lot better. And following on from that is things like keep yourself hydrated and try and eat the odd bit of healthy food. Uh, Because let's be honest, it's cold, it's wet, it's horrible. Stodgy food is high on the list of priorities, as is chocolate. Or that might just be my house, but hopefully some of you are thinking that's you as well. Um, You know, try and get some healthy food in you, drink enough water, stay hydrated. All of those things really do make a difference to how you feel and consequently how you will cope as well when your children are struggling. And I think that's really important. We also need to remember we're role models for our children. So if we are doing something active every day, they're much more likely to get involved at some point. If we are eating healthily, they're more likely to eat something healthy. If we make sure they're drinking enough, they're going to be feeling better. If we connect with them, even if it's just for, you know, 30 seconds on and off throughout the day, all of those things are going to help us stay connected to them, stay connected to ourselves and help them stay in a better, healthier place. And I think that's really, really important. The next point kind of leads on from that being in a healthy place and it's try and have some screen free time. I know it's hard when you're working from home and you may be constantly on Zoom calls, whereas normally you'd be sitting in a meeting room. Uh, so you actually, as adults, we may be spending a lot more time in front of a screen than we normally would. And it is tiring. You know, meetings on Zoom are more tiring than meetings in person um, or Teams or whatever you're using because it's harder to connect with people. So just think about, you know, making sure every day you get some time away from a screen even if it's just while you're cooking dinner or doing other things, because we also can't say to our children, you need to come off a screen if we're on them all the time as well. We need to be modelling to them what to do. And I also think we need potentially a little bit more flexibility about screen time and how much they're using it and what's happening, but also making sure they are getting those breaks from it just to kind of, you know, let our brains rest, if nothing else. And then finally, my kind of my last hit really is around sleep and as somebody who is struggling with tiredness right now I've really been focusing the last couple of weeks on my kind of bedtime routine and making sure that's as good as it can be so I know for me that reading a book that I'm you know a really good book just before I go to bed helps me sleep better I know that doing my gratitude at bedtime, even if it's just two or three things, again, that really helps me um, to sleep better. It puts me in a much more positive frame of mind. And getting to bed early enough and at a consistent time that my body gets used to going to sleep. Um, 
it isn't easy because everything sort of feels a bit ad hoc at the moment um but it really does make a difference and you know i've started coming up earlier spending more time with my son at kind of you know bedtime uh engaging with him on his screen to get him off a little bit sooner um spending time kind of screen free time the two of us just chatting and you know I was gonna say messing about but you know what I mean just kind of having a bit of fun together laughing even if it's just talking to the cats and together and doing silly things like that but just having that time when neither of us is on a screen as we're getting ready for bed can be you know um can be really beneficial so you know he might be in his room I might be in my room getting ready but we're kind of talking you know or we can hear each other or we're doing stuff or we're both in the same room chatting um and just talking about our day talking about whatever's happened that day uh silly things you know things my son wants to do things that I want to do we're we're talking about our I'm calling it my when this is all over list you know the things that we want to do when this is all over the places we want to go the things we want to do the people we want to see kind of creating that list and doing that together at bedtime and I think that helps put you in a more um positive frame of mind actually and and relaxes you and helps you see that there is life after lockdown um because some days it just feels endless um and like there is never going to be life after lockdown so those are the things i just wanted to share really to help you um i hope they are useful you know just to reiterate have a different routine weekday and weekend to see if that helps connect with your children regularly throughout the day even if it's just short bursts do something physical every day physical is something that you enjoy as well not something you don't want to eat vaguely healthily make sure you're keeping yourself hydrated try and get away from the screen if you can do and have a good um bedtime routine and have your kind of yeah your your what i want to do after here list and hopefully those things will help kind of lift the spirits to think about where you are emotionally um, and what you've got going on. Um, and it's OK to be not great at the moment. It's also OK to be great. You know, if you're doing really well and you're thinking, actually, lockdown in our family is making everything much less stressful and it's going really, really well and we're building stronger connections. That's fantastic. That's really, really good. Don't be worried if things are going really well during lockdown um and equally if you're struggling you know come and ask i'm here to help you've got my free facebook group which is connective parenting using mvr uh for tips and ideas and support from other people um or if you want more support directly from me there's the connective parenting hub uh, for parents and carers who just feel they need a bit more extra support so i hope this has been helpful look after yourselves uh, stay well and yeah it's okay to to not be okay but it's okay to be okay and we're all going to get through this together so that's all for this week's episode of sarah fisher talks connective parenting and i look forward to speaking to you soon